0: and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press, we are using the D&D 5e ruleset, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome to session 29. Let's begin this recap of the previous session by remembering the terrible, the gory, the despairing cry from Bashir as the mutant spider dwarf started shoving an egg into his chest. Now let's recall the killing blow that took the life of the darkness wrangling spider dwarf. That story starts in a quiver. Saw life as arrow was knocked. Grew up as arrow was aimed. Met a gal when arrow was loosed. And saw death as arrow glanced off odd egg and was buried in spider dwarf throat. With a final gurgle, the dried arrow gasped its last breath, its magic darkness evaporating to reveal a dark cavern. You still can't see. Between the sound of the spider dwarf's death rattle and the thrum of Thorn's bowstring, both Clicker and Volga produce light. Before them is the tortle's red shell. Is Norbert hiding from the dark? In the next scene, Thorn's magic returns life to the nearly dead Bashir. But your attempts to remove the egg from his chest only lead to more horrific screams of pain. Thorn, Norbit, and Clicker take turns at yanking egg from Bashir's chest, and he groans that first you must rid him of the infection. A spark of insight slaps Norbit, and you remember that your radiant light can cure diseases. And so you lay your hands on Bashir, causing him to vomit out the infection, which dissolves in the cavern's air. Now feeling proud of your ingenuity, you merrily begin to carve into Bashir's chest in an attempt to cut free the egg. You do succeed,
1: but you
0: also introduce Bashir to the Grim Reaper once more. Long story short, Bashir is cured of the disease and the egg and chest. He is conveniently trapped within the spider dwarf's cocoon, but he is also dead. Let me digress, and without rehashing everything done and said, Norbert once more lays hands on Bashir. And you learn lots. Memorable moment? When Volga happily offers her flaming hands to aid in torturing Bashir. Not for just any ignoble purpose. I wonder if your companions remember why. I also wonder if Norbert pushed any oathly tenant boundaries as he tortured information from Bashir. Clicker dons her magic sombrero and activates its magic. With deft, sure motions, she cuts precise incisions to remove Bashir's bag of holding as well as the brooch that will return him to Grandma Elm Twinkle's domain. Aware of the ticking clock on her detect magic, Clicker then rushes about this cavern, looking for any other source of magic. Thorn accompanies the Hu Jin, while Norbert and Volga keep watch over the prisoner. The only other source of magic is the odd green light of the candles that line a twenty-foot chasm, and there, flickering below, something else. Thorn wrenches free one of the four green-lit candles, and in doing, its green light and that of its brother candles dims and dies. Clicker descends into the chasm and splashes into knee-deep, murky cold water. Just below the surface is a corpse with a clay jar cradled in the crook of its arm, the flickering source. Reaching into the cold water, Clicker grabs the jar, and as she pulls it free, the corpse's arm grasps her wrist. Minutes after having left to search, another battle ensues and shouts of alarm cause Volga and Norbert to rush to see what's happened. As the curtain for this scene closes, we find Clicker vomiting as she stuffs the clay jar into Bashir's bag of holding. Shall we reach into the cookie jar and see what happens next? And so ends my recapitulation.
1: In short, nothing happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I'll put You guys back on the map. Oh, uh, well, it looks like you all are already looking at the map. So, the end of that scene was the creature you guys killed. The creature, uh, clicker was hiding behind one of the passageways with her lantern. So, at the moment, there is the light. At least for Norbit, the light is coming from the entrance hallway where the chest that that Thorn had left on the ground is sitting, so there's light coming from there. Otherwise, where Norbit and Volga... and, and of course I guess the light coming from around the passageway where where Clicker is hiding. And and of course Thorn, no big deal because you can see in the dark. And Bashir is still in the cocoon laying on the ground. Back the way you came a bit.
2: He's asking about if we found the spark, hasn't he?
0: He did ask if you'd found the spark. That's right. While he's still laying in the cocoon.
1: And I remember Norbert was trying to bring him with him closer, and Clicker shouted at him why he would do that. And who shouted at him to stop, at least.
0: So for the moment, he's quiet. Uh, He's not said anything. As the battle has concluded, he lays there silently, waiting to see what will happen next.
2: Well, I will see if I can find Clicker, because she's disappeared somewhere. So I sort of um, look over to uh, Bashir and go, you, sir, will stay there. And um, I'll start looking, going, Uh, Clicker! I think
1: think it's easy to find her because she has the only source of light in here. Does she? Yeah, with the uh, bullseye lantern in hand
0: other than the entrance lights that I mentioned before net, where the ladders are that you guys all climb down. And there is a little fire glowing from where you're sitting to, Clicker. Mm-hmm. It's a cooking fire. But there's nothing cooking on top of it.
1: It's uh, We're all going to die from carbon monoxide in here, fire. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Although, strangely, you can see that the smoke... Kind of flows along the the roof to the north and to the south, going in both directions. Mm-hmm. It doesn't kind of sit there. So clearly, there's an exit somewhere.
1: Mm.
2: oh there you are, Clicker. It's dead. Finally.
1: Forgot to set up my goddamn voice changer. It always, as always.
2: Who needs voice changes?
1: She is clearly panting from exhaustion and uh, just stress, holding the bag of holding close to her chest uh, with one arm and just shining, mindlessly shining the bullseye lantern into your face.
2: I'll I'll put that down for a sec, Clicker. Are you injured?
1: She does put it down.
2: Do I get a good view of her?
0: You do, but you also catch the smell
2: of vomit. All right, so I walk up to Clicker, sort of one hand sort of raised, uh, in a defensive position. I go, easy now, easy now. And I will cast Kill Wounds on her.
1: She still has the hand crossbow in hand, um, the hand that, that is clutching the the bag of holding i mean it's it's strapped around one shoulder i think right is, is that a one yeah. shoulder yeah, bag yeah.
0: yeah like a messenger bag type thing yeah
1: yeah 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 so uh the, the thing already is safe as it is you know it's not gonna fall if she lets go but she's still still clutching it and has a has, has that crossbow in hand and makes half a step backwards or takes half, half a step backwards as you as you approach but then holds still and lets you come close what what's that
2: just it's okay just i, I saw you were injured and uh we, we uh, need to stay strong
3: the thing i mean
2: oh um, was she um, indicating the the thing that she has, the jar?
1: She's looking around the corner, basically, with her X-ray vision.
2: <laughs> oh, the the um, creature.
1: Mm, she's looking at the creature or towards it.
2: I look over there and go, I I, I don't know really. It's, I mean, I, I saw it as good as you when it came out. It was some sort of weird crazy creature but it's it's down now norbit seems to be standing over it
1: she uh, tries to push along the wall if you let her pass and she just very timidly shines the lantern around the corner to get a glimpse
2: i, I won't hinder you
0: and you looking around and the cor- corner you can see norbit is still standing o- over top the remains of the corpse that had attacked you.
1: Yeah, at first there are two, three very sneaky slow steps and she's getting more and more confident as she sees that the thing doesn't respond to any of her movement. And then eventually uh, comes um, wherever Fantasy Grants Unity lets me go. Um, <laughs> she uh, she cuffs close and looks at what is what is that five five foot uh, circle
0: you dropped something there could have been your pack maybe
1: yeah I think it was the pack yeah
0: I can't remember what it was
1: I think so so she picks that up as well and then uh, tries to look for Bashir shining in his direction.
0: You see him still laying on the, on the ground and he's looking towards all of you and when he sees Clicker there he still doesn't speak for the moment. He's still laying there watching the three of you uh, standing together. Although he has a hard time being able to see because you can see he turns his head away every once in a while eyes squeezing shut from the, the brightness of the lantern uh, shining in his eyes. I'm going to go
4: and get Bashir.
0: Okay. You're just going to go and drag him in the cocoon to get him closer? I'm, you know, I'm going to be
4: kind. I'm going to pick him up. I'm not going to drag him along the ground anymore. He suffered enough.
0: Okay. We got all we need out of him. So you're just going to bring him close to the where you guys are currently standing?
4: Yep. Okay.
1: What do you mean he suffered enough? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, he suffered enough. He's told us what we want and you know, we've Got the egg out of him and he can't do much. We've got what he wants. He's wrapped in a cocoon holding a twig Did you
2: did you find it?
1: None of your business
2: If you found it well, we found this creature Is that what you're speaking of?
5: No. You found the spark. Did you? I I said none of your
2: business. I I, I saw some sparking down down off this way, down the south. It's from a fire, though.
5: I noticed that then. Those green candles were no longer lit.
2: Yeah.
3: Notice is too much.
5: And, <clears throat> and why is that important? I don't know. I seen it when I was first brought through here, but again, I was at the when I crossed by it the first time. I barely got a glance. At that point, I was already a prisoner.
2: I collected. I collected those candles, they uh, look interesting.
5: Oh, did you collect all four
2: of them then? I did. Okay. All four in my inventory.
1: Okay.
4: Cool. So so we're just going to start
1: examining the creature and see if any of the bolts survived passing through it and, and, you know, impacting with the ground or the wall. Unlikely, but just in case.
2: I'll see if I can get any arrows. Does the creature happen to have a
4: weapon
0: of some sort that may be of value to me? Looking at the creature, you notice that it's long-limbed, it's quite pale, there's no skin on its head, and its eyes are saucer-shaped, and there is now a slow drizzle of blood that is coming from the top of its head, and it has it is getting slower and slower
1: what kind of blood
0: deep crimson blood does it have a weapon looking at this emaciated form in front of you like looking at it it's it's horrific to look at and it had fright given you a fright there the one bit but otherwise it has nothing but its
2: claws okay just chop off an arm and use it as a club yeah.
1: <laughs> why why was clicker vomiting again was it the stench
0: you vomited and then when you put the jar inside the bag you felt a little bit better
1: oh the jar was the source of that feeling okay
0: you don't know for sure 100 percent, but after you put it inside yeah the yeah
1: of- yeah i w- i just tried to remember if that was something the creature did specifically yeah but i remember okay so um yeah d- does she retrieve any any bolts
0: i will quickly give you an explanation just in case you've forgotten mm-hmm. when you first recovered the jar you had noticed hold on a second here Because I I know I gave you this description, but I'll just refresh it.
1: In in my notes, it says there's a fading glimmer on that jar. It seemed slightly damaged. And, well, the rest is speculation.
0: (laughs) You had noted runes covered it. There was was a crack along the one side, and through the crack is where you've seen... Uh, glow coming through that crack and you had noticed as as well when you had entered into the water wearing your sombrero that it would appear and disappear and it would appear and stay there and then it would disappear while your detect magic was running
1: yeah yeah okay
2: so what do we do with uh, that, uh, with Bashir? Uh, I don't think we need him
5: anymore.
4: So Bashir, what if we let you go, wh- what are you going to do? Well,
5: I think you should give me the spark is what I think you should do.
3: I think you should
5: shut up.
4: <laughs> try again. If we let you go, well, what are you going to do?
5: How about I tell you something, if you take that spark, those that sent me, they're not going to stop hunting you. They gave me a device, a ring that allowed my people to find exactly you. I'm sure that if they gave me that or if they created that, they've got another. I've been reporting my progress with you for months. If I don't leave here with that spark, and re-establish communications with them, they will hunt you again. They will take you again. Give me the spark, and it ends. I leave here, I return to Elm Twinkle. I collect Olga. You never hear from me, or her,
4: again. And you're going to give this back to Elm Twinkle? Why would
2: I give it to Elm Twinkle?
4: Because I can't remember what happened for the last couple of weeks.
2: (laughs) No, he's getting the spark to give it to that shadowy person um, that he's working for because he wants his family back. That's right. Jessica.
5: Is it Jessica? That's right. Olga implied that my family was taken. So I think it was Jessica. Jessica or someone who else was behind the scenes. That I do not know, so I need.
4: So, who do you have to give this back to? You have to give this back to Olga. Oh. Or to Jessica.
5: Olga came to find out why I had it reported for two weeks. And clearly, as I said, she doesn't work for Jessica. So, this implies she works for someone else, but she knows Jessica. So there is some alignment here And she comes with a threat about my family? Who do
4: you have to give this back to?
5: I'm not going to give it to a damn person until I know where my family is and that they're safe
3: Here is a suggestion Uh, Why don't you tell your employers, collaborators whatever you want to call them that um, this group of people has tragically died it is a dangerous place here you found us, you saw us fighting a terrible spider-like creature and we all died and there is no point in looking for us further they will find us anyway with their items
5: you are a means to an end. Well, not you. I don't even know who you are or why you're with them. Where's Volen?
3: Oh, you know who we you are. are. You have tortured us for once.
5: I know for clearly. I don't know her. And he points
0: at Volga.
3: That's good. That's maybe best for you. For
2: well, yeah. Keep your silence. It doesn't matter. How do you think we would be able to uh, trust the word of an ex-slaver who enslaved us and tortured us? What's in it for us?
5: That was always Lord Rishi. He was also a means to an end. I admit, perhaps my hiring him wasn't the smartest idea, but... It helped in finding all of you.
3: You came! To the tree, saying, "We are your property."
5: Well, you were You're slaves. are This is a world we're of slavery. You. It's common practice to have slaves. We
1: owned you. You were property.
3: There's nothing to say can to can you. Can I, can I
1: inside can check him? Yeah. Clicker starts to to leave with her backpack. Uh, retrieved and as many bolts as possible.
0: Yeah, you could collect half I still
1: half Except uh, for the ones that you guys,
0: if you'd fired any at the eggs, they would have gotten broken uh, hitting the eggs. Except for the one that glanced off the egg and went into its throat. The killing blow one.
1: I, I appreciate being able to retrieve half, but first of all, I don't know exactly how many <laughs> she fired. I think three. Second, I believe with, with everything being rocky and Bolts, I mean arrows as well, not really sticking in bodies, especially not rotting bodies, but like passing through them like it was nothing. Uh, There's a very high chance that maybe Sheep retrieves one or none. So uh, yeah, combining those two, maybe just, you know, one perhaps.
0: I wasn't saying retrieving half from the point of view of half of everything that you used. Like in total, if you had 20 and and you're, you're down 10, that you could retrieve five it's half of how many you used in the battle, and I don't know what the number is, so sure. I mean, I,
1: I know the total number, I just don't know how, my, how many I fired last time. But yeah, I think I think it's safe to say I fired at least two. Okay. Uh, and if you say half... If, if you say half, you can collect one, uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, one should it be... It would take okay. some
0: time searching around to do that. Not something you could do in six seconds. You would have to be walking through all the areas where you were fighting to, in order to find it, so it takes some minutes to do that.
1: She only fired from here. So it would all be in this area. And she did that while we were talking. Okay. And now she starts to leave.
0: And... Bashir calls out once more.
5: Please. Just let me see it.
2: You will see nothing, my good sir. And to call you good is... A horrible misrepresentation, and I start holding quicker.
3: Very far stretch.
0: Quickly, Daria, you or sorry, Daria, uh, Volga, you said you wanted to insight check. So if you want to give that a roll, but what are you? Yeah. What are you looking to to see? You want to see if he's lying.
3: Um, I want to see if he's genuinely an asshole, or he's a more or less decent person who just is being like blackmailed with his family being kidnapped. Is that even a yep, real thing?
1: Okay. I mean, he took the contract to get access, or to to uh, receive information on where the library of uh, Tesluria is to get access to manuscripts for void magic. How is that a good person? (laughs) So,
0: looking at him, you did not feel that like when he spoke about slaves and anything like that, there wasn't anything that seemed off. As he spoke, he, it seemed like he was convicted in the words that he chose and used. It did not seem like as he lay there in a cocoon, unable to move any the rest of his body, that he was being disingenuous.
3: Uh, so did, he didn't seem like he regretted uh, capturing these people and no. making them slaves.
0: Okay. No. As Clicker and Thorn start walking away, he watches. Are you still holding on to him, Norbert? or did you did you put no. him on the ground? Is he like laying on the ground or? No, he's he's sitting up against a wall. Okay.
4: So he's sitting on the ground, but can I move him? No, I can't move him.
0: So he, he sits there. He watches as you guys walk away and he says, Jisoo. And he disappears. And as he disappears, the cocoon that was holding him there It too is gone.
2: I'm gonna have to find out about his family, hunt hunt his family down. Hey guys, he's gone.
3: Hey, here's the brooch we gave him. I hope.
4: So, one of the things that I didn't think would happen, is I didn't think that the, the, the brooch would work. Because of the disruption caused by the um, the spark, so we could test that now.
0: No, you guys gave the brooch back to him, but you can give me an Arcana check. The two of you that were still close by, uh, Volga and Norbit.
1: I saw you twenty. Where did you go? I saw that too, <laughs> and it changed to eleven. <laughs>
0: The new dice rolls are just hilarious. Yeah. What's going yeah. on? I want my twenty back. I mean, you definitely saw the brooch back in the collar where you clicker had originally taken it, but then she had placed it back into the not into the collar, but into his lapel. Uh, so you had seen it there.
1: She placed it into his hand. In fact, in his hand. She, she like cut a tiny hole in in the cocoon and yeah. placed I mean, the brooch in his hand.
0: hand. So you're not yeah. sure. Perhaps he did use the brooch. You don't know. So,
4: we can assume that he used the brooch. That's a reasonable assumption to make, I think.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you remember, but we already had established that the brooch was probably going to work. Because Elm Twinkle knew that uh, there was some sort of suppression going on while, while there was a problem. And she gave the brooch to him to re- return no matter what. So, she must have assumed that the brooch would work in the current circumstances at that point as well.
4: Okay, so, that being said, the broach works regardless of the disruption caused by the spark, but let's try something anyway. Let's try and imagine,
2: if we can, that we're not inside the caves, but we're outside upstairs. Um, before we do that, um, Clicker, can you uh, get that uh, chest and put it in the bag of holding, if that's possible?
1: She's gonna try to extend the opening of the bag of holding as much as possible. How large is the chest? Does it fit?
0: It'll fit. Uh, it's, Thorn had been carrying that like under one arm uh, when he had descended through the ladder, so it's it's not that that big. The only thing that was in it uh, was all of the the runes, but just that shard that uh, Volga had collected.
1: Hmm. So drop it in the party sheet if you have it?
0: Uh, I think you have it in your inventory, Thorn. Do I? Yeah, because you'd written it down.
2: Second light chest with arcane runes? Yep. yep. Okay, it's in my... Okay, I'll drop it in the party sheet.
0: Okay, that twig brooch is no longer there.
3: Do I do I still have the uh, crystal?
2: Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the that is weird, shark. because it yes. wasn't letting me do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Now I can't find it.
0: Oh, here it is, way down there. I, I can do it. Yeah, that is odd. That is... Oh, there we go. Thank you.
4: I'm going to dump the pick that I had on the floor.
2: You know the pick is a weapon, right?
4: Yeah, <laughs> my ha- my hands are better than that. And I'm also going to get rid of the sconce as well, because it's gone out. <laughs> can I have my dagger the back, please? The is just
1: full of and non-appreciation. You may as
4: well, you can have the dagger back as well. because My claws are better than all of them. Well, I appreciate the dagger. Thank you very much my claws do more damage than that or the pickle banging someone over the head with a sconce so I'll leave it up to you Mr. DM to remove them from the pile because they got dumped on the floor
1: so the chest was placed in my inventory without a title and without content so I thought that and it had a quantity of two so I thought that was a There was a faulty entry that I accidentally made and I deleted it.
0: Uh, Okay, let me check. Clicker. Inventory.
1: You can see in the the chat that it says party to clicker. Nothing. So it was an item that had no. no title. Shit. And because I had two of them I thought for sure that was... That could not have been the chest plus it had no no content at all no description nothing so i deleted it
5: oh far
1: out
0: yeah uh, as far as words in the bottom half okay i'll have to after the game i'll have to um re-add it into your inventory from an xml file i'm
1: I'm just i'm just gonna make a token Yeah, yeah sure
0: do that yep because I'd a lot of text <laughs> on that item that was uh unrevealed at the moment, oh wait, I might actually silly me. I should have that inside a parcel,
1: okay. so is this the chest, yeah, yeah,
2: well I'd like to identify it once I have time to do so, <laughs> yeah,
0: sure,
1: uh, I'm gonna.
2: There's a few things I want that.
0: to identify. Oh, here we go. It's not inside the. I'll have to find it and I'll find it later. Anyway, hey, just, yeah, yeah, just add a thing. And it was not the regular 25 pounds. I think we'd said it was 12 pounds, but it's inside your bag of holding. No big deal. As you open the bag of holding, though. You feel wooziness as you open that bag of holding to push the the chest inside of it. And as you close the bag of holding up again, the wooziness passes.
1: Is that only for Clicker? Or also for Thorn?
2: I'd be nearby.
0: Were you within five feet of Clicker?
1: Sure, why not?
2: Yeah, you
0: would have felt woozy then as well.
2: what what was that
3: the jar I think
2: oh that can't be good
3: Something is wrong
2: I mean isn't everything wrong at the moment why are we it here it is let's Shall get we...
3: outside try Shall what we... Norbit said I'm yep. um, sorry, guys, uh, I forgot what happened, the blue shard that I picked up, and then I picked up the second half, they merged. What, what happened to it? Do I still have
1: it? What is that?
2: That's the blue shard running away.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that wasn't quite the sound that I was looking for. You had heard the sound of a door slam and then you heard, um, this would have been just Thorn with his passive with your passive perception would have noticed noted that sound, but that was like about a minute ago that you'd heard those
2: okay, but what about uh, Volga's Blue Shard?
0: You still have that, it's still, you, I don't know where you have put it, if it's inside your inventory or if it, inside your backpack or your pouch or something, but yeah, you still have it
3: uh, i i forgot to keep asking about it because a lot of things happened does it uh, behave differently it was calling me here downstairs how does it feel now is it calling me somewhere i i assume it was in my pocket i want to check it what what is it doing
0: when you had first had the small piece that you collected after the nightmare king had dropped it and then disappeared after you guys had restored the the vial of his essence, you collected that and instantly on picking it up, you had noticed a hum coming from it. But then you had also picked up that there was another hum that was in parallel, like um, kind of harmonizing. And then that led you towards the basement because it was clear to you that it, it was stronger as you got towards the basement. Which eventually led you to the chest and when you then put them together they as you brought them close together it formed one whole piece with no seam and when that happened you had got a brief vision of a what i'd said was kind of like a floating minaret somewhere in a clearing within within a valley and that was pretty much all except the the minaret looked like it was made out of a crystal substance that looked very similar to the crystal that you're that you were holding in your hand, although it didn't feel like crystal So that's what you what you had and When you pull it out of your pocket, you can still hear that hum But you do not get any vision of anything
3: Okay, thank you
4: Okay, let's try and do the imagining thing guys We form hands, we form a circle. We try and imagine that we're upstairs outside, standing under a tree.
0: Is that what you guys are going to do?
2: (laughs) Norbert does it. Everybody else just walks No, Just kidding. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Norbert just goes off
4: on. Norbert's going to go and stand on his own. No. All right. That's what we're going to do. We'll do that.
0: You're going to get... Okay. So you're all going to... Uh, you said hold hands? Why not? Is that not what you said?
1: Yeah, yeah. He said that. yeah that's hey. what we're doing. Yep.
0: Okay. I need each of you to send me a whisper in fantasy grounds of one word of what's currently in your mind as you grab each other's hands.
2: How to mess with data. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He did one word. That was just a test. Did you see that? Yes. i
0: I seen okay.
3: more I forgot slash how s- to whisper. Slash,
1: slash w G- space gm space your text.
0: Yep. It's in message of the day.
2: <laughs> how do you spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious again?
0: With 26 yeah. characters, and if there's one, if there's not 26 characters, shame. <laughs>
1: Only 26.
0: Okay, cool. Alright, I need... Volga? Uh, Hold on.
1: I'm I'm still thinking. What is... What is clickers?
0: Yeah, clearly not ASDF.
1: No, no, I said that was just a test. (laughs) (laughs) That was just a test. Oh my god, this is hard. <laughs> she's she's torn. I mean, there there are there are multiple sides of her. Um, it's it can't be one word. It's it's like between these two terms.
2: Okay, just just put a dash at it. Clea- clear in it. Clear clearly in, in
1: two different directions. Yeah. Yep. Pulling f- at her. Okay. I need
0: Volga and Thorn will give me a Wisdom check. Clicker and Norbit will give me a Constitution check in the open.
1: Natural one.
2: I also... I almost got a natural one, but it then it rolled to a 13.
0: Norbert rolled a 19. Clicker rolled a 4. Thorn a 17. And Volga... 12. Okay. Wow, cool. All right so then as you guys connect your hands and in your mind you have that that thought as your hands clasp each other a ringing starts to sound in your ears and as that ringing starts i'm going to take i'm just going to put volga into a separate channel because the three of you will see this except for volga will not So I will drag you back as soon as we're done here, Volga. Just be patient.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: A maelstrom of tiny, sparkling green lights and motes of dust swirls around you. The sound of wind blocks out all sounds. And as quick as the tornado starts, it ends in wisps of greenish-gray smoke. Norbert, clicker, thorn. You find yourself standing in a brightly lit 15 foot by 15 foot room that seems very familiar. Before you stands a wispy form of a male, lithe, tall, totally fey. He is performing some kind of a ritual. He stands in front of a short 5 foot passage that opens into a very clean receiving room. That passage into the receiving room starts to shrink as stone shapes and shapes. The stone shapes and closes in front of the man, becoming a smooth stone wall, but for a tiny hole with patterned concentric circles that frame that hole. As the stone stops shaping, sitting on ground in in front of it are ten very familiar vials. Vials that begin to fill. Five fill with a silvery liquid, the other five with a yellow-white liquid. Like sparkling green dust getting caught up in the wind, the scene sweeps away. Any questions?
5: Nope. Can I,
2: can I get some of the vials?
0: <laughs> no.
2: Are we but, just looking at it like some, from Bird's Eye View or something?
0: You could... Does any of that sound familiar to you? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. No,
4: none of it.
0: <laughs> then you yourself, Norbert, can give me a... History check. You remember that everything about that was very familiar. It was the roo- the hidden room in which you'd all fallen asleep, but it looked new and fresh. It did not look as old. Things looked more sharper in the, the stone shape, less um, softness that it came with age.
4: And did we... Are we actually there, or we? The way you describe it sounds like we're just we're seeing it, but yes. not actually. That's like right. We're seeing it in our mind. That's right. Exactly right. Like we haven't actually moved. That's right.
0: Cool. Okay. I'm going to skip away, and I'm going to go into the channel with Volga. I'll be back. Volga. A maelstrom of tiny. You're there, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. A maelstrom of tiny sparkling green lights and motes of dust swirl around you. The sound of wind blocks out all sounds. And as quick as the tornado starts, it ends in wisps of greenish-gray smoke. Volga, you find yourself in a gloomy tunnel. Torch-lit wall sconces casting sporadic light. And you find yourself standing outside of of a wooden door that is banded in metal. The door is of a height for medium humanoids, probably human size you think, not a furball door. There's a small hemisphere grill in the top of the door. At your feet are a couple of metal tracks that lead off to the left and to the right. You hear voices, no, just a single voice, a man's voice, speaking softly, and on looking through that hemisphere grill window. You see a figure giving water to another figure that lies on the ground, on the floor. Both look emaciated and weak, the one lying much more so. The helping figure turns towards you at the door, reaching for more water. What is Serge doing? Serge? Like sparkling green dust getting caught up in the wind, the scene sweeps away. Any questions?
3: Yeah, it's (laughs) Serge.
0: sorry <laughs> I tried
3: it's okay 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 so is the one standing and giving the water
0: to the one laying down
3: Yes. and the one laying down is a what a human
0: look like a human yes
3: can I do something or is this is the end
0: it was a brief vision you walked towards the door on hearing the voices and when you looked through it was but a moment and as soon as you recognized your brother, the scene vanished in the same sparkling green dust that the scene started with.
3: Uh, you said I heard the voices talking. Did I hear anything that you said?
0: One voice and it was, it was your brother's voice. And it was just you just heard him speaking in common, and saying he was just offering, here, drink this water, drink it, drink it. The way he was saying it and the way he held that human, it seemed all very familiar, like it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like
3: yeah, yeah,
0: not just strangers.
3: Uh, could I see the the human male? Could I see what he looked like?
0: He looked like emaciated, like uh, not having, uh, looked like he was starving and and thirsty. He wasn't wearing much. His clothes were in tatters as were the clothes of your brother. And he he was um, not completely bald. Like he had long, scruffy, grayish hair with a bald uh, top part and a long beard. And it also looked like your brother also looked very unkempt as, as if he hadn't, been grooming himself well okay okay i'm gonna bring us all back we're back all of a sudden you find yourselves together once more holding hands and that green dust continued green as gray smoke continues to swirl about you and as it continues to swirl about you i'm now taking clicker
1: This is Ivan, I'm also known as Guggery Dog, the Hammerdog Dog Games community manager, and I'm playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith.
2: Hello, my name is Etua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard.
3: Hi, I'm Dariam. I'm playing as Shellist,
0: the front walk Druid.
4: I'm Mick, and I play Norbit.
0: And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.